0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, are we in the tribulation? And we're going to talk about the land of unwalled villages. So this was back in 2022. The article said, amid UN's climate summit, religious leaders unveil a new Ten Commandments. Well, they just had a new meeting last week and reiterated that these are their Ten Commandments. I'll not read them, but as you recall, Ron White was told that when they come out with their Ten Commandments, the Antichrist comes out with his Ten, his Ten Commandments, then God is going to come out with the real Ten Commandments. Remember, he told me he's going to meet him. Inch, French, step for step, pound for pound, everything the devil does, he's going to meet him. All right. <clears throat> also, this is our once-a-year time when we ask for people for support. Our goal is $77,000. I think we're up to about 10,000 so far. And we want to use this for advertising because just because we make a program, just because we post it on a platform, does not necessarily mean anybody finds it. We have to advertise. So if you believe in Prophecy Club and our message, and if God has blessed you and you want to win souls, then if you want to, just go down to that little QR code down bottom left-hand corner. And I click here and take a picture with your cell phone, and it'll draw a little yellow box. Touch the yellow box, it takes you over, and you can make a donation that quick and easy. <clears throat> anyway, now I need to explain this to explain and answer the big question, are we in the tribulation? And I'll say right up front that I'm not ready to say we are, though Terry Bennett, Vicky Goforth Parnell, and Brian Searle are all three saying that we are in, and that's part of what we're going to discuss today. Okay, so the audible voice said, the, th- the seven seals play over seven years, and then they conclude here. The seven trumpets play over seven months, or the last seven months. <clears throat> the seven vials play over the last seven days. So it said the seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over seven months. The seven vowels play over seven days. Make certain I got that right. But today we want to focus in on just these here for right now. So if we're in the tribulation, that would mean, and I think go uh, Goforth Parnell says the first five seals are open. I think Brian Searle, Byron Searle, says the first four seals are open. And I think, I didn't look it up again to refresh, but I think it was... Uh, Terry Bennett, I think he said the first three, he might have said the first four are open. But the point is, are we in the tribulation? That's the point we're trying to get to today. So if we're in the tribulation, that would mean the first seal is opened. That would also mean that the white horse is riding, which had been given a bow and a crown. He goes forth, conquering and to conquer. That would mean we would see wars. Have we seen wars? Yes, we've seen wars. Uh... Terry Bennett said that it started October 5th, which is the Day of Atonement of 2022. If that's correct, that would mean on the Day of Atonement in 20, if I calculate that right, 2029, that it would conclude, and that matches up with a lot of things I've seen. But uh, sorry, I'm still struggling with with this bug. It decided to come back, so I'll I'll battle on. We'll, We'll get through this. But anyway, that would mean that this chart I'm showing you here is, well, you can't hear, let me just drag it up here and show you. Okay, all dates are 2029, so that would be that the, the Day of Atonement is here. So if that's all correct, and I'm not saying it is, that would mean that Jesus would return September 18th, 2029. Don't go out and say, Stan said that Jesus is going to return September 18th of 2029. I did not say that. This chart is just a guess in terms of what year. Now, the rest of it, I believe, is all accurate, but, you know, we thought we was accurate before and missed. So, anyway, let's keep going. All right, so, <clears throat> if we are in the tribulation, the first seal, we would see war. Have we seen war? Yes, we have. The red horse goes out and he takes peace from one another, and they kill one another. And he was given a great sword. That would see war. Have we seen war? Yep. We've seen a lot of war. I do not think the white horse is the Antichrist. I do not think it's the Pope. I do not think the red horse is communism or the black horse is, uh, as I've taught in the past, that was before I memorized the book of Revelation. When I memorized the book of Revelation, I got a deeper understanding, and I believe I now understand it. When you memorize something, it gets in your spirit, it gets in your soul, okay? Uh, the black horse is things get very expensive. Measure wheat for a penny, three measures of barley per for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. The pale horse <clears throat> is a fourth of the world, killed by hunger, death, beast of the earth. The seal may be opened, but it's not in full swing. But we can see there are things put in place, just like the ships not moving, have to go around the south horn of Africa and things like that over the, the thing with Israel. We talked about that yesterday. So that, that could very well be a big thing. And then souls cry out because of the martyrs. And, of course, that's coming. But it could be that all of those five seals are open. I, I can't say they're not open. Next question. Why do we believe the tribulation lasts seven years? There are some people believe it lasts three and a half years. And Vicki Goforth Parnell says that the, the first seal's been opened. But it's not necessarily just seven years. Well, as I read the scriptures, it is necessarily seven years. So am I going to believe the scriptures more than I believe um, Vicky? Yeah, I'm going to take scriptures. Matter of fact, I'm going to take scriptures over Dimitri Deuteron. Scriptures are number one. They have to be. Okay. So why do we believe the tribulation lasts seven years? Let me show you. This is one of the several reasons I'm not making an exhaustive uh, analysis of what Causes us to believe it's seven years. But this is one of them. Daniel chapter 4. <clears throat> o Belshazzar, master of the magicians, because, they's talking about Daniel. Belshazzar is another name for Daniel. Master of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in thee, and no secret troubleth thee, tell me the visions of my dream that I've seen and the interpretation thereof. Thus the vision of my head upon my bed I saw, and behold, a tree in the midst of the earth. And the height thereof was great, and the tree grew and was strong, and the height of it reached unto heaven, and the sight thereof to the end of the earth. That's talking about Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom. Leaves thereof fair, and the fruit much, and it was meat for all, and the beasts of the field had shadow under it. And the fowls of the heaven dwelt in the boughs thereof, and all flesh was fed by it. I saw in the vision my head upon my bed, and behold, a watcher. that would be an angel. And a holy one came down and cried and said thus, <clears throat> Hew down the tree. Means remove Nebuchadnezzar from being king. He down the tree, cut off the branches, shake off the leaves, and scatter his fruit. Let the beasts get away from under it and the fowls of his branches. Nevertheless, leave the stump of his roots in the earth. Okay, well, if you've ever cut down a tree, you know it is going to grow right back. It won't look very pretty, but they will start. It start growing back, unless you put some kind of a root killer on that stump. It will grow back. So that means that, in this case, Nebuchadnezzar is going to come back. And I believe it's talking, of course, and he did come back. And his his kingdom was returned. But this is a prophecy that plays twice. He comes back again as the Antichrist. And in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, I'll give you several, I -I 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 think it was like eight reasons why Nebuchadnezzar will be the Antichrist. Now that means his spirit, because before the tribulation started or starts, whichever it is, he falls endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit until he's released into the earth. So nevertheless, the stump of the roots in the earth, even with a band of iron and brass. What's the iron and brass? Well, iron is the Roman or the Babylonian kingdom, and brass is the uh, see gold, silver would would be the uh, Greek kingdom. I had to remember. It had been a while since I taught this. <clears throat> and at the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with dew of heaven, let his portion be with the, feast of the grass, beasts of the grass of the earth. Now, here's the point. I read all of that say this. Let his heart be changed from man's and let his heart and let a beast's heart be given unto him until let seven times pass over him. What it's saying is that Nebuchadnezzar's heart will be changed from that of a man. To that of a beast. In other words, this is a repeating prophecy. You remember the prophecy that Nebuchadnezzar literally was given the beast where he walked on his all fours for seven years and ate grass. Okay, but it's a repeating prophecy because it was supposed to be that Nebuchadnezzar repented and received the God of heaven, the God of Daniel, but he didn't. And I can show you that scripture, but we don't have time today either. Let his heart be changed from man's and let a beast's heart be given him. And that beast's heart is given him when he rises at a falling out of the bottomless pit. And then he is made to be the Antichrist. It's his spirit that rises to become the Antichrist. Be given unto him and let seven times pass over him. Meaning, he has given that heart for seven years. Now, <clears throat> if we're in the tribulation, and I'm not saying we are, but if we are, his spirit has risen from the bottomless pit. Now, that does not necessarily mean that he's been introduced to the world yet. It may be that he is here. One person says it's Macron. Um, let's see, who is it? There was somebody else said it was another famous guy. I, I don't know. I don't know who it is, but I am praying that God will show us as soon as he's willing to exactly who the beast and the false prophet are. All right, let's go on. <clears throat> now, in the chart... In the middle of the tribulation, these are the events that take place. I want to cover them briefly, so I'm going to switch the chart around so you can see it. So John eats the sweet roll. Okay, what's the sweet roll? There are. This is from my book. I should have one of them handy, but it's called Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. You can get a copy at prophecyclub.com. Tell you more about it in a minute. Anyway, from the book. There are only two places in the Bible in which a book or a roll is eaten and is as sweet as honey to the taste. One is Revelation ten eight b Go and take the little book, and I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey, and as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And he said to me, "Thou must prophesy again before many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. Meaning, John the Revelator is going to be one of the two witnesses, and I give like eight reasons why John the Revelator is going to be one of the two witnesses in the book too. The other time the sweet roll is mentioned is Ezekiel two, nine, and uh, three and four. It says, A roll of a book was therein. It was written to the within and without. There was written therein lamentations, mourning, and woe. Son of man eat thou eat that thou findest, eat this roll, and go and speak to the house of Israel. So the roll is the words that Moses, which is one of the two witnesses, and John the Revelator, will speak. In other words, like in one case, the prophet got a coal touched to his lips, and that allowed him to prophesy to the nation of Israel. In this case, they eat a roll. They eat the words that they're going to prophesy as the two witnesses. Eat this roll and go and speak to the house of Israel. It was in my mouth sweet as honey for sweetness, And he said to me, Son of man, go, get thee into the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. So, the sweet roll is lamentations, mourning, and woe from the two witnesses. Going on from my book, God had Ezekiel eat the sweet roll and was immediately told to speak the words of lamentations, mourning, and woe to Israel. Likewise, immediately after John eats the sweet roll or the book, John also is told he will prophesy before many people's nations' tongues. So, the sweet book is Lamentations, Mourning, and Woe. Now, who are the two witnesses? It would take me another whole program to give you the eight reasons, but I believe it's eight reasons for each one of them. It's in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. And let me tell you about the book. I memorized the book of Revelation in 2017. And I got thirty revelations, two visions, and one audible voice. God showed me that there is a secret door which links the biblical feast of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation, allowing the end time events to for the first time to be placed in the correct chronological order more easily understood. And in the second vision, when he told me to write the book, he also told me the reason he need to write the book is because some things can only be learned by Reading. In other words, sometimes audio, video just it won't make the trip. So if you want to know, this is the book I'm talking about. This is the granddaddy of all five, okay? This is Secret Don't Understand Bible Prophecy. It has my email all over it and all of the programs, and I'm yet to get one email that says, boy, you got a hole in your head. You do not know what you're talking about. Um, I have received nothing but compliments. People love the book. If you want to know about my opinion on why there is no pre-trib rapture and how it is that a lie beat the truth, here is the book that explains that. If you want to know how about Daniel, this is the one. However, of the four books here that I've written, Miss the Mark is the number one seller. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. It's a quick read. It's designed to hand to anybody, even if they're... A believer in another religion, if they'll read the first few pages, they'll probably finish the book. And if they finish the book, they will never take that mark of the beast, and they'll probably receive Jesus. Then if you want to know about Demetri Dudeman and all of the prophecies about the last days, here it is right there. There's your book there. And there's a fabulous offer here. You can get five of each book, which is 20 books, gift of $80. But the best deal is right here you get 40 books one of each set, in other words, a total of 40 books, gifted gift $100 at Prophecy Club. This is Christmas time. If you can get them to you by, by Christmas. They'd be great, but probably can't. But anyway, probably should have talked about this several weeks ago. But anyway, so next question. When does or did the war in heaven take place? Well, <clears throat> now, before I get into this here, and this again comes from my book, there's two wars in heaven. The first war in heaven took place before Adam and Eve were created. That's when iniquity was found in Lucifer and his tail and that may be his lie dragged a third part of the stars and did cast them to the earth. In other words they lost their glow, they lost their glory, they lost their um they lost their holiness, maybe that's the way to say it, and it was the thirty angels that did that. Now that's the first war. That war has already taken place, but there's a second war in heaven where they're totally cast out. Now, right now, we do know. I think I've got the scripture here. Uh, I'll, I'll show it to you. We do know that right now the antichrist, or excuse me, the 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 uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Lucifer, is standing before God day and night, and accusing the brethren. I'll show you the scripture for that. Anyway, let's get back to this. So when does war in heaven happen? In the middle of the tribulation, the Antichrist will sit on the Ark of the Covenant and proclaim himself to be God. When he does, those with Matthew 24 will recognize the act of abomination of desolation. Jesus warned the people when they see the abomination of desolation to flee Jerusalem. When they flee, this is the important part, the dragon casts water out of his mouth to drown the woman. Here's the scriptures that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition who opposeth and exalted himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. When ye therefore see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, then let them which are in Judea, that would be Israel, flee into the mountains, let them which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of the house, Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. In other words, don't collect $200, don't pass go, go, run, run for your life. Where do they go? The Bible says that the earth helps the woman and swallows up the flood. I'll show you what that is. The woman will flee to a place of a period of God where she is supernaturally protected by God for the last three and a half years of the tribulation. Scriptures are, and the woman, that would be those that keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus, the church, fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God, that they should feed here there a thousand two hundred and three score days, that's three and a half years. And there was war in heaven. When is that? That would be in the middle of the tribulation. When the Antichrist sets on the Ark of the Covenant. That is the start of war in heaven. Michael his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was the place found any anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent, called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him in the middle of the tribulation. And when the dragon saw that he was cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman that would be Israel, which brought forth the man-child Jesus. And the woman were given two great wings of an, uh, two wings of a great eagle, that's not flying them to Egypt. <clears throat> That's not flying them someplace. That's not talking about an airplane. Because when they left Egypt, God brought them out on the wings of an eagle. So, in other words, they basically run, possibly even on foot. Like, leave, like, uh, like leaving Egypt, not an airplane like Deuteronomy thirty-two, eleven, that she might fly into the wilderness into a place, where she is nourished for a time, times and a half a time, or three and a half years. From the face of the serpent, that the serpent cast out of his mouth, here it is, this is important, Water is a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood, and the earth helped the woman. And the earth opened up her mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, those that keep the commandments of God, and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, in my own words, here's what happens. So those people that are Christians and are watching for the Antichrist, when they see this guy go in and sit on the golden chair of God, that's what it is, a golden chair, proclaiming himself, God, stop animal sacrifice, they say, whoop, that's the abomination of desolation. It's Matthew 24, 4 fulfilled right there. And they don't pack, they run for their life. They run straight south. Now, the question is where they go to. <clears throat> One of the places they might go to is straight south down to the real Mount Sinai. And I have some reasons for believing that. But I'm probably not going to have time to share it today. But the other reason could be that they're going to Petra. And that's the other object that I'm going to show you today. So Maurice Kalar, 520 of 18, took him out to dinner. He's sitting there with me and Leslie and his wife. God bless her. She's going to be with the Lord now. He said, Lord, here." He said, the Lord has given me a word for you. I quickly grabbed my cell phone and started recording. This is what he said. More, said, I see you over there in Israel, but you were actually outside. You were more towards like east of Jordan. You were down towards like Saudi Arabia near there. And you're going to be helping the 144,000. You're going to be helping the communication and the provision. You're going to be a financier. And the prophecy club is going to be vital, and even the Israeli army is going to listen to you. He went on to say, you're strategically placed. The Lord is going to use you in the darkest hour, the very darkest hour in all of history. You're going to be used mightily. You're called geographically to this place. I can show you on a map. I can see it in my head. It's south and southeast of the present Israel. To the east of the Dead Sea, south and east, I see a circle. Now, Here's what I believe he's talking about. Okay, so here's Jerusalem. When they see the abomination of desolation, they flee, well, straight south, like here, would be down to Mount Sinai here. (coughs) But one of the places I want to take people to is the land of unwalled villages I'm about to show you because that would be a place where approximately a million people could be housed without any rent, okay? And I'll show you. From the unwalled villages, it's uh, a few hours' drive on, Mount, on down south to Mount Sinai. And uh, let's see, what's the date? October 8, 2022, I climbed Mount Sinai. I didn't make it all the way to the top, but I climbed that rascal about a third of the way up. Now, in case you're wondering, oh, wait, 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 I wouldn't want to go to Israel. <laughs> I mean, you know, army grading takes place there. There's going to be a lot of nations coming down to Takam. Yes, that's true. But Daniel eleven forty one says, and he, talking about the Antichrist, shall enter into the glorious land, talking about Israel, and many countries shall be overthrown by the Antichrist, but these shall escape out of his hand. Even Edom, Moab, and the children, chief of the children of Ammon. Who's that? Well, here it is. Edom, Moab, and Ammon, which is south and east of Israel, exactly where Maurice said. So, have a lot of reasons what I'm going to offer you one day they offer you the opportunity to move to Israel. At least that's my heart. We will see how God does it. It's in his hand. Now, let's talk about those unwalled villages. <clears throat> this is a dry riverbed. This is it, looking down from satellite, okay? And it, dry, and it comes on down here to Petra. Now, this is what Petra looks like. All right, here, let me give you the scripture first. Ezekiel thirty eight, eleven, in the land of unwalled villages to them that are at rest that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls, having neither bars nor gates. The desolate places that are now inhabited, and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations, which have gotten cattle and goods and dwell in the midst of the land. I believe that's talking about a bunch of Christians that live in this place. Again, this is the dry river bed. If you look right here, you can see a woman way over here. In other words, this is where The dragon casts water out of his mouth. as a flood that might cause the woman to be carried away of the flood. This is a dry riverbed, but this is sandstone. And with modern tools like, you know, battery operated this and battery operated that, I mean, with several thousand people, maybe even a million people going down in there, they could whittle themselves out places to stay. And I've been there, you know, even when it's hot outside, it's, Fairly cool. It's fairly nice. I mean, the sandstone keeps you warm in the cold uh, desert night, and it keeps you cool in the hot of the day. And matter of fact, there's people that have lived there. Apparently, a lot of people. They estimate about a million people at one time. They have carved out here. This is like a big, I don't know, church or something there. Uh, Here's another thing. This is all carved out of sandstone. And it's perfect to make Carve your own little place to live. I mean, you could go in there with some kind of a, a, you know, automatic knife. I mean, you could carve out a place to live. It wouldn't have to be fancy, and it wouldn't take too long. Here's another. This is a room in the area that's been carved out by somebody long ago. It's still there today, another room. And they just, so you can get there, and it's pretty comfortable. Pretty comfortable. See, so you can see the size of this thing. Here's a person right down here standing. Look at that. So it's probably four times higher than a person could stand. Another picture of some kind of a temple there. Uh, again, this is—it's the sun is not shining on it, and it's nice and wide, so it would be a great place for a bunch of people running from the beast to go and to hide. I recommend if you want to have your wealth not lost, if you've got it in an IRA, if you got it in a 401k, if you got it in a bank, if your wealth is in paper, as Lindsay Williams said, it's worth the paper it's written on. In other words, it's about to be worthless. So I'll send you to prophecyclubgold.com. You can also reach them. Call 800-200-4653. 800-200-4653. They'll give you some ideas on what to do. That is their job, to help you not lose your wealth. I also recommend you go to josephkitchen.com. Get yourself a machine package. That's the wherewithal to grind the wheat berries into flour. Put those into a bread machine with five other ingredients. Push about two hours or 40 minutes later and have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. I've had many people email me. They absolutely love the bread. They love the whole idea. And see, because it's long-term storage food. And as in the days of Pharaoh, what fed the world for seven years? It was wheat. I believe wheat is God's food for famines, for God's famine food. It is, there is no perfect one food a person could eat for their whole lifetime and be totally healthy. But in my opinion, bread may come the closest. I mean, why does God call us the wheat? <laughs> wheat and the terrors, okay. I think it's because the primary thing we're supposed to be eating is wheat, so go there, and then, after you get the machine package that's all of the mechanical things to make the bread, then you decide how much food you want. By the way, most of your long term storage food, you're talking nine or ten thousand dollars to feed one person for one year. Did you get that Nine to ten thousand dollars, one person one year. Joseph Kitchen can show you how to do it. For about thousand dollars per person, we're not talking about half price. We're not talking about eighty percent less. We're talking about like ninety percent less than what the other people can tell you that they can get you long term storage for. I do not know of anybody that can beat that. This is an actual loaf of bread that I actually made. I eat, I eat bread. I mean, it's it's. I also have to say that uh, it's brought my cholesterol down. Brought my blood pressure down, and that I don't get hungry as often. I typically will have a slice for breakfast and a slice for lunch, and then a normal meal for whatever. And I've lost oh, what oh, thirty pounds over the last year. And in my opinion, I think the primary thing is that did it was, of course, watching what I eat and you know all the other things, but bread. So I eat bread as the primary source. And it's also, it'll reduce your food budget, too. Anyway, go check it out. So what is an EMP Shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. And if you go to EMPshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there Shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything, and it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. Red goes to red, black goes to black, green goes to the car, uh, body of your car, and you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. You've got another device that goes on your house. So, not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So, empshield.com promo code is prophecy.